Blog Talk Radio. Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can conquer You know we've got to find a way To bring some love and kiss here today Picket line and picket sign Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Thank you. 
sketch, rough sketch, nah. uh, what's the difference between me and you, 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 what's the difference between me and you, 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 uh, what's the difference between real and fake, what's the difference between love and hate, cause most opinions are different and let me be more specific before you answer that in your head let this marinate, saying you real but love jacking people for Chips and then when it happens to you, you look at them like you ready to retaliate on the people that did it and you in the same business that you got yourself in and that's not a pure jealousy and hate cause you love to do it but think nobody else will, that's why I installed it in my head to do the things that I feel, that's more important to getting a gorgeous woman or flossing or having paper so long, if it feels you would get lost and I'm trying to grab right by the head and stun the game like the Austin cause nowadays it's rarely seen from CMC to do that quite often so I sit back, enjoy life for every day that I breathe And do this music till it's time for me to leave, you know You talk about some flashy flashy Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
it's one of them days, y'all. It's a hum day. It's a hum day. It's a hum day. Your man, El Divine Bay, uh, Wealth Principles 101, man. Welcome to the show. We got to get into uh, some serious conversation, some serious information. Um, hopefully, I'm going to get a couple of my guests on today. We we have my man, uh, Jay Morrison, might be surprising us with a quick phone call to jump in here and give you all some information about uh, how you can invest before uh, midnight tonight in um, the Tulsa real estate front, commercial real estate, man. You can invest in commercial real estate for as low as $500, man. So we're going to get into that. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about the food shortages and uh, all of these meat plants, man, that's been shutting down. Uh, So we're going to get into all of that, man. But before we go any further, we got to pay homage to uh, all of our ancestors that came before us, man, because you know we are standing on their shoulders right now, man. So uh, we definitely want to give props and praise to our ancestors. So peace to the gods, man. Peace to the gods. Assalamu alaikum to my Nation of Islam family. Islam to all my Moors out there. Ramadan Mubarak for everyone demonstrating Ramadan right now. Um, Islam, what's I say? Islam for my Moors. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta shout out my Moors, man. Shout out to the Moors Science Temple of America. Shout out to Prophet Noble Drali. Hotep Alafia. Shalom. Uh, Ashe. Any greetings of peace, man. We bid you that right now, man, because we want to make sure we set the tone for this show and every show that I do with positivity, man. Love, peace, freedom, justice, and all that equality. So topic of the day, topic of the day is food shortages, man. I mean, I had this on my heart uh, a couple of days ago, but uh, as we get into the information, you'll see we had some updates as early as this morning, so... Good things, uh, good things, good things. Uh, every time the devil try and throw a stone, man, you know, um, the enemy's always going to be planning, man, but our lives the best planners. The most high is the best planner. So never, never, never lose your faith, man. So you got to stand on your faith, and we're going to get into that and talk about all of this mess that's going on in the world today, man. We got some positive notes, but we're going to talk about it, and we're going to get into it. So. Let me get my background music going, man. You know I can't can't move, can't motivate without that background. So happy hump day, man. First and foremost, man. I hope everybody's doing well. Uh considering. I know a lot of us are still uh under under quarantine and some of us are actually um under a thing called uh, I think they said we have some curfews in a lot of the cities, man, in the state. So, shouts out to uh, my girl Summer Azul. She will be joining us about 7:30, man. So we're gonna welcome her to the call about 7:30, and we're gonna talk about the food shortages with her. And um, if y'all are not familiar with Summer, she 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 does a plethora of things. Um, She's an actress, she's a director, she's in the film and photography. Uh, she does a little bit of everything, man. So uh, she's going to be joining us. Very passionate young lady, very passionate queen. And she's up on her, uh, she's up on her current affairs, man. And she's, she's really, really, really 
passionate and she wants to let people know, you know, about this food shortage, man. I was uh <clears throat> I was checking out one of her lives and I was like, man, I gotta get her on the show. So she'll be joining us at seven thirty, inshallah. And um once again, like I I know my man Jay Morrison stays busy. He he's he's always on the go. But if we're not uh blessed to get him on the call today, he will be getting on the call with us sometime in the future. But we're still going to shout him out. We're still going to push the brand, Tref Life. And uh, we're going to try and get some of y'all people uh, signed up and to invest $500 into commercial real estate and be a part of the Tref Life uh, Tulsa Real Estate Fund. And you can have a little bitty, bitty, bitty piece of the Black Legacy Center, a.k.a. the Black House down there in East Point, Georgia. So a lot of good things, man. So... Since uh, I know Summer is going to be joining us at 7:30, let's uh, let's talk about. Let me see, let me see, because we're going to definitely talk about this food shortage. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let her come on and uh, give her a little background, and we're gonna talk about that in in in, in a little bit more detail. Because I definitely want to let uh, want to let y'all get on the call, man. You know what I'm saying? So. We're not gonna gonna rush this. We're gonna take our time today. Uh, but Summer Zool, y'all can uh, Google her real quick or go to her website. She's a film director, actually. She does some acting, uh, but yeah, she she does a little bit of everything. But she's a film director. That's that's her claim to fame. She has a board game. She's a she's she's all around. You know, she's out here getting it. She's she's a mover and shaker. Definitely have props uh, for Miss Summer Azul. So make sure y'all check her out, man. She has a board game. She got she directs films and movies, man. She's 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 a well-rounded individual, and I love her passion. So uh, shouts out to Summer, and uh, we're gonna get her on the line about seven thirty. Now the food shortages, man. Let's let's talk about just food shortages in general uh food deserts man um i got a lot of uh a lot of callers to call in from uh the michigan area a lot of callers call in from uh uh detroit uh michigan uh chicago i got some kentucky listeners got some people out west in vegas and arizona uh, but yeah man it, it there is clearly uh food shortage going on and you're probably not feeling it to the full extent that you will within the next week or so because um you know the farmers that they're getting hit a lot of people are getting sick a lot of people not showing up to work so these meat packing plants they're uh forcing to shut down because all it takes is one person to get sick in there and hey the food can be contaminated the, the workers can be contaminated so it could be a real real touchy situation when you're working around uh plants and, and things of that nature where food is is exposed so man it's it's real this is a real uh issue here so real that uh president trump signed an executive order to uh prevent some of these meat plants from shutting down now i don't know how that's going to roll out but that's the word of the day so I'm gonna see how that plays out, but um, 
and in addition to the food shortages, man, uh, something that we also need to prepare ourselves uh, and get equipped for is the food deserts, man. Um, all over the country, all over the country, there are food deserts. Um, and for those of you who are not familiar with the term food desert, it is a simply, and, and listen at the definition, y'all. I want y'all to listen to the definition. Food desert, a noun the etymology so now right okay an urban area why urban though but let me go ahead and read an urban area in which it is difficult to buy affordable or good quality fresh food did you hear that my people a food desert is in the area that has limited access to affordable and nutritious nutritious food in contrast with an area with higher access to supermarkets or vegetable shops with fresh foods, which is called a food oasis. Now, the definition alone has an urban area in it. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like, I kind of, I kind of want to question who is making these uh, definitions up. Like, who, who's in charge of calling uh, the shots on what a food desert is going to be called, and why would we say that it's only in, a, in an urban area, or is that by design? You know, everything that uh, they do is by design. It's, it's not by choice. Uh, we can go up and down and, and add several different definitions um, let me go down and see see what wiki talking about we know wikipedia is not a a real uh diehard source of information but let's let's just take a look and see what food desert means to wiki said so a food desert is an area that has limited access to affordable and nutritious food in contrast with an area with higher access to supermarkets or vegetable shops with fresh foods which is called a food oasis okay so there's is pretty much similar to the last definition that I, uh, I read but um, I mean it's it's so crazy man because think about this if you don't live in an area that's a food desert do you know it's a food desert probably not you know you just like what they call uh, privileged I won't put a uh, adjective in front of it but y'all know what I mean privileged people live in a world where they can't even fathom that there's not a grocery store uh, in walking distance they can't even fathom that they go to a grocery store and they can't find fresh produce or fresh food or nutritional type of food Um, it's just it's just misinformation, man. It's like people really think that uh, we be making up all of this shit, man. It's like people live in a bubble almost. But um, it's not a bubble. It's real talk. It's real life. And um, the food deserts. Let's go. Let's let's go. Let's let's get into it, man. Let me let me see who we got in the call queue. See, we got some three one three. Um, we got some nine three sevens. I wanna, I wanna know where the food deserts are in America, according to the research. 
Because it says in the U.S., the food desert consists of a low-income census tract residing in at least half a mile in urban areas, 10 miles in rural areas, and one mile away in urban areas, 20 miles in rural areas from a large grocery store. So you're talking about it could be up to 10 miles for you to have a large grocery store. That's a food desert. Um, and, and, and what's crazy is it used to be grocery stores in all neighborhoods, but a lot of these grocery stores that's been pillars in the community for so long are packing up, just shutting down. Like it ain't like people are not shopping there. So they just packing up shop, shutting down. One of the uh, major ones here in, the, in, in where I domicile, uh, it's the Kroger, uh, Kroger brand and you know they packed up left shop uh, a couple of different places here and then uh, in Springfield they they packed up left shop and it's like are they making a way for uh, someone to move in or or are they falling prey to to Walmart because they can't compete with Walmart and Sam's because Walmart and Sam's is uh, partnering with the government and it's like it's a lot of you know BS going on behind that because if if they pretty much run the grocery stores out to where it's not a competition then they have a monopoly on that and then what could happen and think about it where do all the BS happen the BS happens in Walmarts man it's like the craziest shit happens in Walmart never seen too many you know ridiculous videos or memes or anything like that going on in, in Kroger's or Myers and you know but Walmart it's like it seemed like that is the place for the bullshit to go down and Walmart I think it's because they're so large and there's so many of them all over the country they can afford to have their stores in uh, low income areas now just because it's a low income area doesn't justify the fact that a lot of bullshit goes on because a lot of ha- a lot of stuff happens uh, from the urban community as well as the Caucasian community because you know ain't nobody safe out here. When you're in Walmart, you're gonna see a little bit of everything. I'm just saying. Um, I try not to go to Walmart. <laughs> being honest, bro, I-, I wish we had some black-owned grocery stores and some black-owned farmers. Uh, you know, a little bit more than just in, in, in Georgia and a few places down south. We need to really, 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 and I know my girl going to touch on that when she get on the line, but we need to uh, get out here and start growing our own food, man. And, and while we're on the topic of growing our own food, uh, I was going to save this, and I probably, I'll probably still save it because I want, uh, I want her to get on the phone and we're going to let her talk about the situations and things that we could be doing to uh, prepare ourselves for uh, this famine that may be right around the corner. Um, it's a company called Two Soil Less. I, I've had them on my show. I, I, I did whole shows about them. And it was given a breakdown on how you can grow vegetables, uh, flowers, plants. You can pretty much grow food. Plants, vegetables, with river stones and it's just 
you know, when I first heard about this, it was just so, so, uh, so fascinating to me because I was like, wow, man, if we really could get this off and, uh, you know, grow food with, with rocks, you know, from the mineral content of the rocks and just water them with some sand or uh, they, they, they ship, ship the rocks with you with uh, some, some type of sand, but you don't have to use uh, soil. You don't have to use, you don't have to dig up no, no, no lawns or any of that. You can actually grow this stuff inside indoors. And I was like, wow, think about all of the countries that, that don't have the grounds to really grow food. You know, uh, some of them are plagued with the volcanic, uh, grounds some of them just don't have the climate to uh to grow food because they have a lack of uh, rain in those certain areas but i thought wow man if you can actually grow food with rocks and the rocks continue to have the mineral content to germinate the seeds this is a game changer like this really could could change the game like no one should be hungry in the world man no one so uh, if you get a chance, go over to their website. It's T O S O I L L E S S dot com. Two Soil Less dot com, and they have some some media things on there, some videos, some education, um, and you can actually order, you know, a small portion of these. So you can just you know take a little test run and see uh, what the company has to offer. Uh, I was privileged to meet. And speak with uh, the owners and some of the, the the movers and shakers behind the scenes of the company, and uh, you know it's it's really dope what they're doing with Two Soil Less. And um, yeah, man, I need y'all to check that out. Uh, Look like we got about 70, 70 individuals on the call right now. Seventy one. Um, I see my my co-host, one of my co-hosts, just checked in. We're gonna get her on the line so we can talk about this. This food shortage, and and then we'll 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 circle back and talk about uh, two soil less and the company that's um, they've engineered and, and and demonstrated a way that we can grow food with with stones with rocks. So that's huge, man. So that's a game changer. That's a game changer to be able to grow plants, food indoors in any climate. You know what I'm saying? And 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 because it's a lot of areas in the, in the world that, that that don't have the, the, the grounds to actually grow you know like I said some of them have volcanic uh, soil you know that's destroyed it to where you can't even produce food but this is a game changer man so geoag and two soil less go to two soil com and check it out man we might play a little video a uh, little commercial there they got some cool commercials on there and you can get you some of these stones and you can uh, test them out of your house, man. And, hey, if you can get it, get you some, some, some food growing in your garage with these rocks instead of having to dig up soil and, and worry about all that, man, that's it's the move. Because rocks, hey, they're going to be here a lifetime. Like, they're going to outlast us. So that's, that's a real positive note in regards to this food shortage and these food deserts across America. So... I'm not going to hold her up because I don't know what her schedule is like. She's a very, very, very busy individual. And I've been kind of in the background watching her career flourish. And uh, without further ado, we're going to introduce Miss Summer Azul. So let me unmute her mic. 
see if I can get her on here. Summer, are you with me? Hey, I'm there. Can you hear me? Yes, Queen. How are you? I am as good as good can be right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. But before we get into it, because I know you want to get into it, uh, I want to let you introduce yourself, give a little background to my listening audience. Uh, just give you a background of, of, of this particular platform. Generally, uh, we talk about wealth principles. Uh, one of the main wealth principles being uh, health. You know, we do a lot of shows with naturopathic healers, uh, things of that nature, you know, giving people tips on how they should be, you know, taking care of their temples and things of that nature. And also we deal with with finance, with with helping people repair their credit, helping businesses get established and structured the proper way and uh, helping them get in finance and real estate and the whole nine. So that's what we do here. But generally, you know, that's our format. But today you sparked a uh, spark something in me because I'd already been talking <laughs> about doing the show. And then I came across your live. I was like, man, she, she is so on point with all this information. I got to get on the show and let her, uh, you know, use my platform to, uh, you know, further extend your hand. And in addition to let, let, let my listening audience uh, hear what you had to say about the situation. And we are in 26 countries. I want to put that out there. I uh, got a nice fan base. You know, they stretched out and a lot of them military, but, you know, they need to hear this as well. So without right, further ado, I'm, in, I'm going to give you the platform and, and introduce yourself and then let's get into it. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Summer Azul. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you for um, bringing me on to the show. Everything that you just said that you guys are all about. That's what I do in my personal life as far as the health and well-being and um I'm in the real estate and all this other stuff. A lot of my fans and following know me because of my entertainment career, things that I've done over the past years with music or acting or directing, um, the documentary that I have out, The Truth About Relationships, things like that. And so they don't know the people who know me personally. They don't, the, the, the people who follow me, they don't know the things about me personally as far as all the things that I do with nonprofit and um, health and well-being, uh, well-being and things like that. And so um, this is awesome that you have this platform in order, you know, for people to share that type of information. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today, everything that's going on with this pandemic and um, other <laughs> things that are also happening in the war right now. But basically, um, one of the main things I definitely want to get across to people is the information about the food shortage. There are so many people who don't even know what's going on right now. And um, so I kind of want to, you know, give that information and then also some advice on what we can do um, to help ourselves and our families and our loved ones. Absolutely. We're about solutions here. So that's why I got you here. I want to hear, you know, what's on your brain. And then I want you to give some of your ideas. And I want want to bounce some of my ideas and some of the things that we're doing um, here and uh, with, with some of my friends and family that's in the Nation of Islam and uh, some of my friends and family that's in the Morris Science Temples of America and uh, with some other private farms and, and, and institutions like that. There's not public. It's more on the private side, but we, we have the ability to network with these individuals and, you know, make it to where our people don't have to suffer the spamming. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you I'm going to let you take the lead, but I'm, I'm definitely going to bounce off of you because 
I, I'm interested in hearing some of the things that you, you know, that you have to, uh, you know, give to the people. And I want to, you know, see if I can compliment that. Okay. Well, um, like I said, first and foremost, let's talk about this food shortage. Um, just to give a little bit of background in case some of the listeners do not know why, why we are even talking about this. It's because, okay, so let me try to explain it um, in a way that everyone can ex- understand it. So number one, the food shortage is caused because two factors, the companies and food plants are shutting down because there are employees that are getting sick and are dying inside those plants. So for risk of uh, lawsuits and, you know, unsanitary places of, of employment and things like that, they have to shut these companies down. So they shut these companies down, not all of them, but the biggest ones, if you can look up JBS and Tyson, things like that, some of the biggest manufacturers of food for our country and South America are already shut down and have been so for at least a week. I don't know the exact date, but I want to say at least a week. So next thing, these farmers who have all these crops, who have all these animals, chickens and pigs to slaughter and cows and milk and all these things, they have to destroy their crops. They have to kill their herds. And the reason for that is because now that these plants are closed, they have no one to sell in bulk to. Not only are the plants closed, but the restaurants are shut down. The schools are closed. So they have no one to sell these big, massive amounts of food to. And because it's such a big, massive amount, they can't even give it away because it's not like you can just load this on your truck and go drop it off at a food bank. It's massive amounts of food. So that is why they're destroying the food. Now, what does that mean for us? That means that when we go to the store, the foods won't be there because they have to destroy it because the workers aren't putting it together, packing it up and putting it on trucks and putting it in the shelves. So that is what I need people to understand. When you see certain things in the news, you may not think it pertains to you, but it definitely impacts you. So that is why also the president, let's open the schools. Let's get the kids back in school before the end of the school year. Not because he cares about your kids' education. You know, that's not true. Right. They need these platforms and these things open so that these farmers can sell this stuff and not, you know, kill all the animals and do all of this other stuff. And it's, it's like a catch-22. You send your kids to school, you open up the restaurants, you open up these factories, and people are going to get sick and people are going to die. And that is the situation we're in right now, ladies and gentlemen, here in America. That is the situation. And that is not just a local thing here in Georgia. It's not just a, a regional thing, just south or west or east. That is America. This yeah, is it's going down. People. Yeah, it's going down. We're talking about millions of people. And when I tell you... I've already put videos out on my Instagram page months ago telling people to go and stock up, go and get this and go and get that, because I already knew it was going to be an issue. And I'll tell you why, if you want to know that in a moment, but I already knew it was going to be an issue. But now there's a time is here when you go to the store right now, today, you can only buy two of whatever you right. can't, you know, you can't go in there and buy a, a, a cart full, full of uh, canned goods or full of anything. It can, you know, just limited quantities on everything in the store except for of course chips or something like that that's not going to keep you alive though right right and 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 the 
thing can happen to the little Debbie company <laughs> as with the me company. It just hasn't happened yet. And so since so many people are still going out, they're not social distancing. People, I know they want to get back to their lives. I know they want to have fun. I do too. And I have a, 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 a five-year-old daughter that I have to look in the face and say, we can't go to the park. We can't go to your friend's house and play. That's not a good feeling. But I know it is what it is. It's 2020. We feel like this could have never happened to us, but it is happening. So look at the reality. Stop worrying about all the other stuff because there are other things to think about. But worry about this. Think about this. Be concerned about this. Do something about this. Because you know what's next? A Great Depression. And if you don't know what a Great Depression is... You can go to my YouTube page, I'll do a world. I made playlists of different documentaries, different um, informative videos, things like that, so people can educate themselves. Just to give you a breakdown of what that is. So the Great Depression started in 1929 here in America, and it was when millions of people lost their jobs. And because millions of people lost their jobs, you have more homeless people, people who couldn't pay their mortgage or their rent. They're getting kicked out on the streets. People who never lived that life before. Oh, my God. You're talking about people can't buy clothes for their kids. Kids grow every five seconds. People can't feed their kids. All of these things happening. It was so bad because at that time, people had just started buying food from stores instead of growing their own food, instead of, you know, having their own land and doing all that stuff. They, they had just started integrating this new system. We live in a system, which is the next post you're going to see me going on live talking about is the system because people don't even understand we live in a system. But anyway, they had just started introducing this system. And now people started, it's more convenient to go to the store and buy food and buy this gradually over the next hundred years. We got dependent on this system. We don't grow our own food. We don't have things to trade with each other. We depend on going to the store and it being there. So now that is a limit on things being there, that is already an issue. You got people going to food banks with money, people with money who can't even buy food and they have to go to a food bank. Your money won't even mean anything if the stuff isn't there to buy. So don't think right. that money saves you. This is something for everybody, poor, rich, middle class. Everybody is going to be affected by this. And this yes, is definitely why I'm humbling. trying to say it's so important. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm saying it's definitely a humbling experience because your uh, your status quo, your your money doesn't matter in, in times like this. It's like we we all get back on the level playing field, and and the survivors really show up, like the people that that, that know how to survive. Like we come from that, so mm-hmm. you know we, we 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 we've been all of us have been in situations where we may have not had a meal or the lights were not on, but some of these people is this is so foreign to them. Like like yeah. when you were speaking on the, the Great Depression, things of that nature, people were killing themselves just because mm-hmm. they, they lost their money. And mm-hmm. we've never seen nothing like that in our time, but it happens every 75 to 100 years, it, like clockwork. Mm-hmm. This yep. is what they call a reset. So it, 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 it wasn't, was it going to happen? It was when it was going to happen. Was it going to happen in exactly. our lifetime or was it going to happen in our kids' lifetime? So, exactly. Uh, I, I I for one applaud the fact that um a strong sister like yourself is, 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 is speaking out because it's so many people that get caught up in the day to day 
and and they're mm-hmm. distracted with the with the whole coronavirus and the whole shit show that the um, the media is doing, and they're not mm-hmm. realizing it's this this whole thing is a trickle effect. And once yeah. it trickles down to the food chain, that's when the shit get, it gets really real. Because like right. you said, I don't care how much money you got if you go to the store, and nothing there. What's what's your play? What's, what's your, your play? Exactly, and and that's my whole point. I'm such a caring person. Like I care so much of the world. That's that. I mean, like I said, Azul Army started for me as people who were fans of my music back in 2006, and it's just been going on since then. But when I tell you I created Azul World, it's it's a network of people like you and I who are supportive of each other, who care about each other, who network with businesses, who help each other out. It's like a pay it for it movement type of thing, and then you learn. You educate yourself, and then you teach that. That is what Azul World is all about. I care so much about everybody in the world. When I tell you, I have Azul Army members from countries all over the world, many of whom I've met personally. I traveled the world. And this is, this is it's passionate to me because I'm not just worried about myself and my house and my kids. I'm worried about my neighbors. I'm worried about my city. I'm worried about my country. I'm worried about my world. This is humanity that we're talking about, and people are not understanding, and they want to go in there and rage and rant about not being able to go to a nail salon or right. a movie theater or something. I get it. You, you're used to that. But right now, we are dealing with something that we haven't dealt with before. Even in all of history, remember how a second ago we were talking about this is history basically repeating itself. But think about this. This is two things happening at once. We have a pandemic and a Great Depression. At least with the Great Depression, the people could go out there and look for work and be on the streets and sell rocks if they had to. The pandemic's going to make that work because if you go out there to do that stuff, you can also get sick and bring it back home and kill a family member. This is a crisis so you're dealing with. This is a crisis so you're dealing with. We never, this never happened in the world before. This is more than one tragedy happening at once. Not saying that on the news yet. That is why I'm going on here saying all of this because they're not putting it together yet. This is a fucking pandemic and the Great Depression together. You got millions of people already out of work right now, and they're working hard. The economists and and the the government supposedly trying to get people back to work and get the economy straight because they're concerned about the Great Depression. They're concerned, but they also know it's a pandemic out here. That's why the president didn't want to shut the whole country down, which is what needs to happen. Like other countries, shut everything down for a minute. Shut everything down to spread for a minute. But he didn't want to do that. He said, I'm going to leave it to all the governors or the mayors or whoever in their different areas to do that because he doesn't want that on his call, his watch to say, I stopped the economy. Nobody wants to stop the economy, and I get it. We know why, because I don't want that Great Depression. But guess what? Because of the sickness, because of the pandemic that we're also dealing with at the same time, you got to fucking do it regardless. People going to stop going regardless. The company's going to shut down regardless. That's what's happening. Regardless. So if, if the government did just go ahead and do it the proper way, we could eliminate some of this. But I already feel like we passed all of that. So forget all of that. Don't even worry about all of that. Worry about the situation at hand. We are in the middle of a pandemic, and we are at the beginning of a Great Depression. So what are you going to do about it? If you do have money and it is things at the store, go get whatever it is that you can get now. And my recommendations is not just school. I'm talking about medicines, fever reducers, and, and all that kind of stuff for your kids. If they get irritated right, and, right. and all that stuff that you do anyway, 
It's going to be hard when you wait till they're sick and you can't get shit. Go get it now. Go get if it, it now. And I'm going to make a video of, of a list of things for people to get because I know some people be like, oh, I do want to go get it, but they don't know what to go get. Or you go to the store, you got some money, you don't know exactly what you should get. Because it's not just canned goods. You can get boxes of pasta and spaghetti sauce. You can get uh, frozen uh, vegetables and and um, all kind of just different type of meals. Like I don't really eat processed meals. I like to grow my own food and do all of that. And that's just a journey that I started myself just for medical reasons not that long ago. But when this happened, I was like, oh, I'm really getting on it. Yeah, the guy was moving you. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The ancestors and, is, is reaching out to us. Uh, I say it all the time. Our ancestors are whispering in our ears. This is the listen, time when we I, need I, to open up and listen. I told people that too. I said, and I and I know everybody's not spiritual. Whatever. I don't care what your religion is, what you feel, what you don't feel, what God you pray to, or if you pray to your ancestors, or you believe in the universe and things like that. Like I do. I'm a very spiritual person. They told me this before it happened. And my proof is, because like I say, I hate to sound crazy to a lot of people because I know this sounds crazy. But I'm going to tell you what my proof is. My proof is, is on my Instagram page. I am Summer Azul at I am Summer Azul. My proof is on my Instagram page. For the past, this whole, since, since January, the things that I posted was to warn people and to tell people. I told people right after Kobe died, as far as making sure that you value your family and your loved ones because we all can go anytime. And that was a message that my ancestors told me to give out. I did. Right after that, I told people, you need to, you know, go out and stock up on yourself, put some gloves on, protect yourself or whatever, because we don't know what's going on. Because by now, people knew about the coronavirus, but it wasn't, you know, any shutdowns or anything like that happening. And I told them then to go stock up. I knew back in January that this was going to be a problem when I heard about the coronavirus going on in China in December. In January, I said, oh, shit, this is going to be a problem because 90% of the stuff we buy in America comes from China. Absolutely. If China has a virus <laughs> that is killing people, yeah, if it's killing people, they're going to shut down. Shut down like how we're shutting down stuff now. I knew they were going to shut down. If they shut down, I mean, we can't get anything from over there. I started in January. Let me get little stuff that we do got already here in America from China before I can. And I still wasn't thinking it was going to be this bad, but I was just like, let me get what I can get. And I started then. My daughter's birthday was in February. I gave her three birthday parties this year. Three, because I know she won't have be able to have one out and about next year, not in no amusement parks and all that. And it's possible that she won't have one a year after that. I knew that. That was in February. In March is when I started telling everybody what they needed to do. Now, here we are about to be May. At April, I start going off. I've been telling y'all. Y'all not listening. I'm telling y'all because I fucking care. I don't want to see people starving. I don't want to see this. And another thing we need to do is the community movement. Be a community. Who do you live right. around? Do you know those people? Do you get along with those people? If you don't, you should right now. Yeah, because if we continue to stay in our homes and and you know you know that that whole stigma of you know you know you everybody mean mugging everybody I'm like no my cul-de-sac everybody over here we know of each other but I I, I literally went to to door to door was like look I got uh, access to uh, a food source it's called the Restaurant Depot 
I'm like, cause I, you know, we got a restaurant in one of my businesses. So it's like, I can go get access to food cause they supply the food to the restaurants and to the, the, the like the GFS stores. So just having a, a business membership with them, I can go get, you know, tons of food, but you know, right. in their eyes, I'm buying it for my restaurant and it's considered, you know, an essential, essential business. Right. So they got to keep the they got to keep the, the economy moving but like when this whole thing with the the farmers and, and tyson and all of these companies you know the meat plant shutting down i was like now now shit done got real because mm-hmm. if you can't supply the restaurants with the things that they need now you really got a problem it's one thing when the grocery stores was kind of you know low i was cool i was like well we're gonna be good because these essential places they got to keep the world turning so that's not a problem but when i heard about the tyson and and mm-hmm. I seen three of them close within three days. I said, this is real. Like, yep. you know, then I, I took a little step further and uh, I interviewed one of the guys that, that worked in the uh, Indiana plant. Um, and he basically was saying, you know, for like uh, over a month now, he was just seeing people getting carried out. And he was like, well, what's going on? And nobody was really, you know, being transparent about it. And then they just, you know, all started talking amongst them. And they was like, look, man, we, we need to hear some answers or we about to go on strike because it's people getting carried out of here talking about they sick. Y'all trying to say it's, 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 it's this, it's that, but y'all ain't saying what it really is. And then when we find out these people actually dying, you know, a week or yeah. two later, it's like, nah, I'm not about to, because when you're in that environment like that, because, uh, you know, all of those meat plants, everything is open, everything is exposed. So mm-hmm. not only is, you know, germs going around, normal germs, but it's it's going into the food as well. So that's what that's what I was thinking. So it's just, you know, hey, I'm I'm not really a big meat eater anyway, so you know. Yeah, I don't eat, yeah we don't eat meat. We're, we're pescatarian, so I wasn't. You're pescatarian. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I get my little salmon on, and you know, a little. <laughs> but ain't nothing so, better. <laughs> so we we just been trying to uh, lean our our people, you know, off of meat anyway. I haven't I haven't eaten beef in over about eight to ten years, but I've I'm not, not eaten pork in over twenty thirty years. But yeah. you know, we kind of was leaning off the chicken a little bit, and but I was like, hey, I'm I'm cool with being a pescatarian. If I, you know, if if I get to the point where I don't need any fish anymore, then you know, I I go straight vegan. But right now, hey, I'm healthy. I'm my family's healthy. You know, we mm-hmm. we I'm fortunate enough to have a a queen that you know she's our RN and she's also uh, you know our family has a history and. Uh, you know, naturopathic healing and things of that nature. So, you know, we getting the things that we need, but like I'm like you. We both are caring people. We we we, we wanna see our our community, our, our our country, our world. We want we don't people like us are rare. And it's crazy because everybody really in that, that crabs in a barrel mentality, they don't care about nothing but themselves and the you know, people around them. It's like at the end of the day, if you really being true to yourself you know if you don't love your your brother or the people that look like you or the, even the people that don't look like you it's like then you know i i don't know we we not we not we not got the same blood running through our veins because right. oh it's a human race at the end of the day you know and but i'm i'm big on my people uh the melanin people you know but at the at the same time i know it's 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 a, it's a thing when you can see people suffering. 
regardless of what color nationality they are, if you can see somebody suffering and it doesn't affect you, and 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 that's the society has become numb to to even caring about people anymore. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It lets us know that we are in in these end times. And I know people have been saying that forever, but hey, this is one of them times where I can honestly say I'm I'm happy and I'm sad to be living out revelations. Like we are yeah. literally living yeah. it out and. You know, a lot of people have been, been saying, like, okay, what what part of Revelations is this? And it's like, dude, read Revelations. Do you not know the plague? It's like, is the coronavirus yeah. the plague? I mean, it's killing people. It's, it's it's happening during Passover. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. oh, this is the holy months. Like, you know, the Jews started it off. And, I mean, the Catholics started it off and then the Jews. And, you know, now, you know, the Muslim nation, we, we, we demonstrate in Ramadan. And it's like this, once the Passover goes through, it's like a lot of you know behind the scenes spiritual things has a lot to do with what's going on. But you know, of course, people are not going to want to believe that. But right. I just recently found out that um, they dug up some some tombs in Egypt and they opened these caskets up, like. And when you disturb, <laughs> uh, when was this? Hey, blew my mind. Like this, this happened in December. Uh. <laughs> early December, they 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 uh, dug up about fifty. They found one on accident, and then the people, you know, they ran to it because they they pulled one up, and they were so intact. The the coffins, you know, they were painted. You know, the paint still lasted all all these years, and they literally cracked them open and opened them then they wow. were still they were you know they were they were kept they were mummified and everything and it was a little bit of the, the the crown of the skull was showing but everything else was right and once they seen that they got to digging and they dug up about 15 no it was like 50 something uh coffins and they were they were stacked like four one way and then four the other way like a tic-tac-toe on top of each yeah so once they found all of them, they 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 literally opened all of them. I'm like, you can't do that without some clapback. So, I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff in movies when they they go in those tombs and they they tomb robbers. They want to rob the graves mm-hmm. and see if they got jewels and stuff on. It. A lot of that stuff is going on, and and people they know about it, but they don't think about the after effects and things that could happen because. Hey, it was a time when when magic wasn't 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 a mystery to people. This it, it was things that was demonstrated, right. it was things that was practiced, and you know, right. <laughs> like like these movies and everything. They desensitize our kids with all of this stuff. It's like if they see something happening in real life, they don't you know they don't react the same way that that, that somebody older would because somebody older will know that that's not normal, but. The right. kids with the video games and the movies, they, they already desensitized. That's why when people see something happening in real life, they they, they rather pour their phone out than they actually get in there and help. And go <laughs> help crazy. somebody. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and that's an issue. That's a whole nother issue all its own. Because you got to think about all of that, what you just said. That's how that's how we're living right now. That's how kids are, you know, growing up. They feel like that that is normal. Add that to the to the fact that everybody is so okay everything's on social media right 
everybody's still on their phones and even when you go to parties and stuff, you know, it's just not that community and unity anymore. Even if you're a good person and you care and you do all of this other stuff, it's so much just the human traits that we're supposed to have, we do not have anymore. Most of us have grown up and our kids are growing up in a society to where we don't do the things that are natural as a human. Right. That is shocking. And, and, and when you add that to what we're going through right now, that is a disaster because we need all those qualities. We need to have that, uh, that innate ability to, to survive. We need to have those, those compassions and, and things that we're supposed to have for other humans that are not there right now. What is that going to do in this situation? I know we are going to need some uh, counseling after this because people are, I mean, just with the month that we've been in quarantine, it's it's people that's, that's really going through depression right now. It's yeah. a lot of uh, women that are being abused in the homes yeah. and can't get away from people. And uh, people are people are really realizing that they don't even like their families. And, yeah. and I'm not going to say us, but more so the other race, like they want to get back to work because they can't stand Being what's going home. on at home. It's like, it, that's the reality of the situation. It's like, you really just, you, you've been so, we've been so programmed to get up, go to work, you know, do this, do that. And we got into a routine and the family, you know, two, three hours tops, maybe you spend with them through the week or weekday right. and maybe, a, you know, three or four hours on the weekend. But to actually have to be in your living quarters with your with your kids, with your significant other, around the clock, like that that really starts to to let you look at yourself and see the real person you are, and then you get to psychoanalyzing your your the people living with you, and you know you get the nitpicking. It's it's crazy how they socially breaking us down, and they want us to think that this is going to be the new normal. That's what really just pisses right. me off because. The interaction of, 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 of human beings, our energy that we get off from one another, is a part of this whole diaspora of making us continue to elevate. Us being denied going outside and getting that vitamin D from the sun and the minerals that that provides for us, we don't understand that all of that is 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 further perpetuating their their control over us. And it's like, if we don't come to some kind of... Uh, gathering as a people and you know stand up for ourselves and our and our and our rights but this this pandemic is is one thing and i got a lot of you know i got a lot of things that i want to say about that but i'm you know this ain't the topic for that because i've done had shows on that but it it's a real thing but yeah it's also some other things that 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 are adding to the yeah pot. You know, and I, know exactly I heard, I think I heard about. you speak on it. You was talking about that, the F-I-V-E-G <laughs> and things of that nature, man. And we even got to learn yeah. how to combat that. So I've been telling people to get tourmaline. I've been telling people to get uh, organized and, you know, these stones that can yeah. help help with That's the radiations. and yeah, hey. uh, All of that. And, and my children have to wear their organized around their neck every day. 
I have. It's just, it's, it's so much. But like I said, it's so many things to talk about that is happening right now. My, but my whole thing, while I keep telling people, like, let's not talk about that right now. Let's not focus right now. Because you have to remember, the vast majority of people, they don't comprehend and understand things that way. So what they will do is, out of everything, like, say, for instance, out of everything we just said on this conversation tonight, they might walk away like, well, it's the 5G, so I'm... But you're not going to go get the food or starting to learn how to garden like we were talking about. So that's why I just yeah. like to try to stay focused on what I really know is going to help people because yeah. people can't process so much at, at, at one time and with so much going on. People want to run away from reality. They want to have mm-hmm. something else to be mad at. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't want to give that to them right now. That is something that needs to be discussed in the very near future. But right now, Right now, while the stuff is on the shelf, that's what you need to go get. Even I'm even talking about seeds for your garden. If you're going to start a garden, which I very well recommend, it's not that hard. I know, like I said, I just started learning a year ago. My dad is a gardening ex- expert, but he lives in Cleveland, Ohio. He flew down here and started showing me and my kids how to garden a year ago. And the stuff that he's taught me is what I'm implementing and doing now. And that's what I'm teaching other people. And then I'm still learning and, you know, adding other things on my YouTube channel from other people who do this, do this, and they know. And you know what I mean? So I just want to share the information because I'm learning and I'm growing. And I feel like this is what everybody needs to be doing right now. I don't want to get people wrapped up on the wrong things right now, if you get what I'm saying. Right, it is stuff right. that it does need to be talked about. You know what I'm saying? But I, when, I, when I speak to people, I, I have to realize, because I also study psych, uh, psychology, and I have to realize, you know, everybody doesn't think the same. And the, the vast majority of people can only process a certain amount of information at a time. So let's give them the information they need to survive at the moment. Yes, That's yes. my whole goal. Let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Because uh, we, we, I'm not a gardener either, but uh, I, I went and purchased me 25 of those Home Depot buckets. And got some soil, and I started planting my seeds. And you know, uh, I, I watched one of one of my guys. He's I forget where he is, but he he uh, was, he gave me the motivation. He's like, you ain't gotta wait. You can you can grow them in your house. Just water yeah. your seeds in your house in your bucket. And he he showed he he had a video, and he he had like 15 buckets of mustard greens, and the greens just kept growing. And he would come and trim them off get a big old pot of greens and then like two weeks later they kept growing he like he kept yeah. them in a bucket and then he had to lift the boxes on his back porch he didn't have no no land he grew all of this on his back porch and i was like you mean to tell me you growing all these vegetables and you're not and you're in the city i'm like mm-hmm. that's crazy he that's got how people, my, like i said that's my dad is all all throughout his house all on his porch inside the house in the kitchen in his bedroom wherever you don't have it, 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 that's what I'm saying some people who feel like they don't have the means to do that you you can it can be done like you said you go get those buckets you, you don't you you don't have to have land to do this right now it's all about survival many of us right. grew up in, in the hood you had to survive then so now that life may be a little bit different or not for some people understand that this is still a survival skill so do what you got to do in wherever area that you are. And I heard you earlier before I came on talking about some rocks that people could use to grow with. You definitely should school people about that because I don't even know about that because it may be some people who can't get to the soil that they need. You know what right. I mean? And 
right now, guys, is the time to go out and get whatever you can get because soil costs 3 to $7 a bag. I went on Amazon the other day because I didn't want to go out the house to, like, Home Depot and get it. And I saw a bag of soil for $35. Oh, yeah, the price hike is real. And when we yeah. went out, we, we actually got seeds from uh, from the nation. I, I went to Savior's Day a couple of years ago, and they, they was uh, selling packs. And, and, you know, the minister's been telling uh, the nation for two years, like, you need to have a stockpile, you need to start canning, you need to get you some beans, some rice, some staples, things that don't, don't go bad, and you need to start stocking up now because it's going to happen. It's going to be to a point where the stores, they either going to close the stores or it's going to be something with the weather where you can't get out to them, but you need to be able to feed yourself and your family at least mm-hmm. for six months to a year. And I was like, damn. So mm-hmm. we started buying water. We started buying, you know, seeds here and there. But uh, my wife checked online to try and get some seeds for some uh, some of her friends in uh, Mississippi and Georgia. And the seeds are, are gone. Like, you can't yep. even buy them online no more. So yep. we've been going to, like, the Home Depots, the Lowe's, and things like that. If they have them still in the store. So we snatching them up, sending them to our uh, you know our friends and family. Because when the seeds start going, now you know you mm-hmm. It's just it's real that, problems. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're part of this food chain, man, and it's like, hey, animals in these in these in these big cities—they just showing up, walking down the streets. They trying to reclaim their territories now. It's really going down, and I'm like, people are steady partying, steady twerking, mm-hmm. steady getting high. I'm like, bro, if y'all knew what I knew, y'all better get y'all shit together because, hey, everybody ain't gonna hear his voice, and yeah. and. and whether whether you believe in, in 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 whatever, I don't care if you believe in trees. The word yeah. in every book says, "My children know my voice." So, however that voice comes to you, if you ignore it, you can't say you weren't warned. And when it exactly. comes down, when it goes down for real, when it goes down, we're gonna be hearing those gnashing of teeth, and we're gonna be hearing loved ones, you know, saying, "Hey." If you know like I know, and, and and all of the leaders and the minister and a lot of other people saying this, they were like, hey, the warning is over. Y'all can continue to warn people, do what you can, but when when the time of reckoning, when, when it really goes down, you got to be able to take care of you and the people in your house because yep. otherwise you're going to be part of the slaughter. It's yep. like I already prepared myself mentally to know that I'm going to lose a lot of people during this transition if it ain't for yeah. lack of health lack of you know their their diet um lack of, of funds because people gonna be running out of money people yeah. gonna start That's running out I of money <laughs> go ahead no i'm just sorry i was gonna say i was on the phone with my little brother last night i say little brother but he grown just like me but i started crying all my family is in cleveland ohio where i'm from Oh, you from Milan? Okay, that's right. I yeah. met. I actually met you through through Quincy Q. That's my homeboy. I used to be one oh, of the. Uh, I used to be one of the guys that uh, helped with the Ohio Hip Hop Awards. I'm in Dayton, so you oh, know when we start doing the tour, you know when we first started that thing up, and MGK and all of them came on board. Yeah. I, I'm the one that peeped him, pulled him to the side and whispered in his ear, was like, "Hey, man, this." This this yellow uh, three piece suit and this hat this ain't getting it, bro. Like I'm like I know your mom I know your mom thinks that's kind of cool. I'm like, but bro, that's that's not gonna float because you got right. bars and it's like the gimmick thing the gimmick thing ain't working. So 
I mean, he came back the next year and he was being his real self and yeah, he just shot really off popular. like a rocket. Shout yeah, out like I still I still kick it with my man when I'm going out going out of town, you know, we'll pop up on the show with him, man. Him and Slim, they're my guys. So okay, that's right. You are from the land. And that's so and that's the thing. Back. That's why I was saying, you know, earlier for most of the people um on my Facebook and Instagram I've met before, but like it's because it's so many thousands, like you have to do something like that, refresh my memory. And now I totally know, you know, I only know like I might have met this person before. I'm sure I met this person before, but now, yeah, I remember all of that. Uh, higher Hip Hop Awards, man. You bring yeah, I'm, I was a DJ. <laughs> I was a DJ for the longest. I was a DJ for about 30 years, and then I just changed. You know, everybody's like, man, you can't stop DJing. I'm like, dude, I got to help my people now. I'm, I'm, I'm helping people with their credit. I'm helping people start businesses. I'm helping businesses get funding. I'm like, yeah. I'm really making a difference in my community. I still love the DJ, but I just can't do the club thing. No more. I was losing money. Yeah. So I, yeah. I had a, a convo with, with Q. I'm like, he said, man, you going to keep... I said, bro, I, I can't do it no more. I still got the love for it, but I, I, I got hey, I got a higher calling now, man. I got a higher yeah, calling. Yeah, same here. Same here. And I was just like, I love music, and I still got so much music I have never put out and all this stuff. And people ask me every day about new music, and I just like... My focus is just so far away from music right now. You know what I mean? Especially right now. But it's just been more so about helping people and reaching people and just doing all these things. And like even when I when I went to school for filmmaking and put out the documentary, you know that the truth about relationships that's to help people to learn how to be successful in your relationship. And right now I've been mm-hmm. doing the you know every week I go live on um, on Instagram at Saturday nights teaching people the ten principles of relationships. That's a, that's a something I came up with at using the data that I learned traveling the world for a couple of years, um, documenting these people and their relationships and the issues that they have. So I came up with, based off the data, the 10 principles of relationships, how to, you know, make your relationships survive, how to love, how to do all these things that we never was taught. We wasn't taught that. I mean, so I just been What time is your show? Let's plug that. Let's plug that. What time is the show? Um, 10 p.m. every Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I go live on Instagram. I'm going to start going live on Facebook as well, but Instagram, I am Summer Azul. And then I also post the Instagram video, the live video, onto my YouTube page the following week. So you get to see it if you missed it on YouTube. Azul World um, is my new YouTube channel. I just started a channel about a week or so ago. Um, and so I'm posting all the videos up there. And I'm also going to be posting, like I said, the garden stuff and cooking stuff. It's all kind of stuff. My daughter has a cooking show. She's only five. But we've been cooking and, and I've been teaching her how to cook since she was three. But this is all stuff now I feel like I want to teach the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's some people who don't know how to do these things. So, yeah, the um, the Love in 2020 is the name of the show. And that's uh, every Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on um, I Am Summer Azul on Instagram. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot of and talk about it. Go yeah, ahead. absolutely. We 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 definitely want to plug that, and I, I want y'all to check uh, check her out on all her endeavors. But you know what? I, and I'm gonna say this: um, your your passion alone, it, it doesn't matter what you do. It's because the energy you can you can tell when people are are being real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so it's an an inviting spirit, whether you're online or whatever. When when you convey information to people, when you can when you can hear and see 
the passion of people, you know, delivering that comes, it, it, it changes the whole dynamic. It, it, it raises yeah. the frequency around people. So, hey, keep doing exactly what you're doing, especially with your daughter. Um, I've seen the pictures. She's beautiful. And Thank just, you. I mean, don't, don't stop your passion. Don't let nobody turn your light out because you're a light out here in the world and, and you speaking out, that's your soul crying out. And that's, that's the God in you coming out. It, it can't be held back. Some people suppress yeah. it and they, but, but free spirited people, they have to get it out some way. Yeah. Shape or fact. So I, hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. Thank but, you. And before, I don't want you to get off here real quick. I want to make sure well, I got your information. I'm gonna shoot you this link to the two soil less. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna play that commercial real quick just to let my listeners hear about it because I did a whole show on it last year. I actually met the owners and uh, we went to a, and they they actually uh, one of them out in Atlanta. His name is Eric. He was supposed to try and get on the call today. Um, him and Jay Morrison. Jay said he may be able to hit me up about eight thirty because we're gonna talk about the last day to invest in his. Um, Tulsa real estate fund for as low as $500 they can be able to be a small owner a part of history and be a part of owner of the black house so have you have you been past there to check that out no I haven't got a chance to but I will definitely look, look at it tonight yeah I was down there I'm gonna I'm shoot you a wait, couple of links talking about a link Wait, but no, I'm I'm gonna send you a link to the uh, two soil less uh, about the how you can grow food with the with the rocks and everything. But uh, uh, the second part of the show, uh, I'm gonna be talking about my man Jay Morrison with the Jay Morrison Academy and the Tulsa Real Estate Fund down there in East Point, Georgia. He has a oh, it's a, here. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I thought he you has a, about a link for me to look at. Okay. Nah, I'm going to send you both links. I'm going to send you the link for the uh, Two Soil Less about the food. And then I'm also going to send you a link uh, to Jay Morrison's uh, Academy with the Legacy Center. And because uh, I'm a part of that, I'm an investor in that. We was just down there for the, uh, he have a, he has a Black Wall Street ball every year. And we were able to uh, go down there and, and chop it up with him and his family. He had some African dancers come our way from Africa. And they it was just a beautiful experience. It was wow. beautiful experience. So him okay. and his wife, they're, uh, they're doing some amazing things, and I love to connect you with them. And the Legacy Center it actually has uh, a production studio in it where they do short films and things of like that, and they open it up to the community and allow artists to come in there and photography. It's it's awesome, and it's oh, all wow. for the community. They're about I definitely three miles want to away check from, that out. Uh, I'm gonna hook you yeah. up. I'm gonna hook you up with uh, with Jay and his wife, and I'm I'm telling you, it's gonna be a all of these things that I do. For whatever reason, I call myself El Divine Bay now. That's my spiritual name. So these divine appointments, it's not by accident. It's not by accident because yeah. I didn't even know you. I didn't even know you were in Georgia. Um, I I didn't know where you was, but I just was like, I got to talk to her. I got to get her on the show because she's one of us. Yeah. And once once you meet somebody with with that passion and that energy you want to put them amongst other people like them so you can flourish the wind that's about to get underneath your wings are going to take you so far i'm just one little yeah. person but i know a whole lot of people in a lot of high places and the things that you're doing this is just going to accentuate everything you're doing and you're going to be like you're going to be shooting off like a rocket trust me when yeah. i say <laughs> trust me Listen, when I say I, I trust you because you're saying what my fear guys have already said so I'm listening to you like a ain't nothing else nobody else talking in the world right now 
Absolutely. And and people if you if you if you know how to discern truth from bullshit, <laughs> you will go a long right. way in this world. Because right. people exactly. can't they can't they can't discern. They don't know how to discern you know, people can talk a good game, but your spirit knows truth when it hears it. It's it's yes. it's so easy. It's so easy. It's not hard to explain. When you hear truth, your spirit knows. That is true. That's true. That's that's another thing I, I've been teaching people like before this whole social distance and the coronavirus stuff that we got going on, I, I was having what I call social sessions at my house every Friday. And with the social sessions I was teaching, like I said, the ten principles of love, principles of relationships and talking about that kind of stuff. But then I also had like full moon parties and things like that where I teach people how to meditate, how to connect spiritually because it was a point in time that I didn't know how to do that and it was foreign to me. And so I realized right, that, right, right, right. that it's like that for a lot of people. Yeah, wasn't it before you were who you are now? Yeah, yeah. Was, I mean, yeah. I recently just <laughs> just it could I could say, but what three four years ago, my wife uh, like when she got into you know the crystals and all of that stuff, I started buying her stuff when I was on the road. Got her a, 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 a crystal encyclopedia, and you know she's charging her stones and stuff now. It's like. We getting back to our roots, and it's like, yeah. what? I bet, I bet if you really tapped in and, and really tapped into to some some individuals that I'm about to plug you in with, if you're not already plugged, you might come to realize that you might be one of these star ch- children. Oh, you didn't read my bio on uh, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> we on Facebook together. Are you on my Instagram? You gotta get on my Instagram. Yeah, I be doing so much. I'm, I'm on your Instagram too. I'm on your Instagram okay. too. I, I just put it when you said it. I went and we were already friends. And I think we did that when uh, when when the music it was jumping off. And I think Q yeah. might have uh, turned me on to you because, like I said, I was DJing and doing doing concerts and stuff back in the day. And you know, I was doing music too. Like one of my sons, my oldest son, he him and him and uh, MGK was was battling here in Dayton for that slot and uh mgk was like man your son awesome and it's like that's kind of how we we started even you know communicating but right. yeah my son he, he's in houston now he's 32 he's down in houston doing his thing he just left from up here i, I wish he had stayed i'm like bro i don't want you down there bro it's, he done survived all kinds of hurricanes and i'm like man every time right. something goes down in houston i'm like man i wish my son was here with me because can't can't save him, but he got to save himself. You know, he grows. Yeah, that, and that's what I was saying when I, when I, when we were talking a second ago. When I was talking to my brother, I'm crying on the phone because, like I said, my my family is there in Cleveland. I've been trying to get them to move down here for years, but you know, right now we in this situation is what it is, and I just feel like I know what's about to happen, and I want to save the world, but there's going to be people even that I'm close to and know personally and in my family that are not going to get through this the way that I'm preparing myself and my kids to get through this and and it saddens me and you know I I can't worry about that because I can't go into depression and all that stuff because I I have to stay strong I have to I'm I'm a single mother I have to I'm the backbone of my house I have to you know do what I got to do like even now to get off in a minute because we're gonna cook a late dinner <laughs> but you know it's everything I, I have to be super woman right now and then here I am here's my spirit guy say oh but you know what else you do have to save the world you do have to talk to these people you do have to say this you do have to do this you do have to do that and so I'm doing that too 
And that's why I took the time out today to sit and, you know, come on here and talk with you. Um, because I want to reach as many people as possible. I want to talk to as many people as possible. I'm not here to sell anybody anything. I don't care if you never heard of my music or my documentaries. None of that don't have anything to do with us living and us being here 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 100 years from now. That's what I'm concerned about right now. And so I appreciate, again, you, you know, allowing me to be on your show and talk to your audience and things like that. I'm definitely going to stay in contact because we seem to have a lot more to even talk about. Um, I definitely, this was a great, a great conversation. You taught me some things and I hope hopefully you taught some people some things and uh, we can do this again sometime soon if you like. But um, as I Absolutely. said now, I, got, I don't Absolutely. know if you can hear my baby in the background. She's she been a good girl. She's playing around with the dog, but she, I know she's hungry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to let you go, and I appreciate you for giving me your time and your energy, and we will definitely be in contact with one another. Uh, I shot you a couple of links in your in your Facebook uh, inbox, so check those out when you get an opportunity, and we will we'll be, I'll be back in touch with you, I'm for sure. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, you have for a your time. Day. You too. All righty. All right, give it up, my girl, Summer Azul. A lot of good information, man. Um, we we definitely are going to be networking, and I'm going to get her involved in some things down there where she is domiciling and uh, put some fire underneath that 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 already lifted spirit because she she's 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 cooking right now, y'all. Y'all just don't understand. She's she's cooking, and the things that she's doing and the things that she's uh, passionate about man I, I just want to put her in, in place with some people that can expand their vision and reach a lot more people because I know she got a book in her I know she got some some more films in her I know she 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 really may have a political career uh around the corner whether she knows it or not but you know I'm the type of person that likes to speak things into people's lives because hey if I feel it on my heart I want to go ahead and put it out there you never know you never know, you never know, you never know. But um that was a good conversation and uh glad she was able to get on the call. Now, we were talking about the food shortages and then we we you know we kinda leaned in on another topic, but the other part of the show, I was hoping to get my man Jay Morrison on the phone. Uh but even if we can't get him on the phone, we're gonna we're gonna circle back and he's gonna he's gonna get on the show in the near future. But what I wanna do for my audience right now is I want to play a little something for you. So you can uh get a little um heads up on what Jay does and what the whole Tulsa Real Estate Fund is. And I'm gonna play a little bit of a video. Now I know you're not gonna be able to see the video. Uh, but I'm going to play it anyway. I'm going to let you hear it. Uh, maybe when you hear it, it'll spark something in you to go to the website. And he has a short website uh, link uh, just for the time because we three hours and 37 minutes and counting left to be able to invest in the Tulsa Real Estate Fund uh, for as little as uh, $500, man. So you can get a piece of the legacy uh, center and the legacy house, the black house down in East Point, Georgia. Uh, without further ado, I'm, I'm going to uh, play a clip of my man, uh, Jay Morrison. Go to investwithtreff.com. That's I-N-V-E-S-T-W-I-T-H-F.com. Investwithtreff.com. And you're going to see this homepage, and he's got a video on here. 
and he's. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna play the video so y'all can get a little understanding of what he does. He sums it up for you in about two or three minutes. And then at the if you scroll on that page, you'll see the Legacy Center at the bottom there. Beautiful building. I haven't had the opportunity to step foot in it yet. Uh, last time I was in uh, Georgia, uh, they were about to have the groundbreaking ceremony, but uh, me and my empress haven't been able to get back down there. But we on our way. We on our way because I want to see our name on that wall. We got our name on that wall, y'all. So here we go. Jay Morrison of the Jay Morrison Academy and the Tulsa Real Estate Fund founded. Listen up. Get some pens and papers out, y'all. You need this info. Hey, guys. It's Jay Morrison, CEO and founder of the historic Tulsa Real Estate Fund, and welcome to the Black House. And thank you for coming to investwithtrust.com. Uh, I'm doing this video myself because, as many of you know, we're doing a global crisis and pandemic right now, and we're quarantining, so I didn't want to have our video team come out to record this video. So please pardon the quality sound, lighting, and all that of the video. I'm, I'm being a one-man band today, but it's very important as the founder, the fiduciary, and the fund manager of this fund that I get this message out to all our prospective investors. So that many of you are inquiring about how to join this historic company called the Tulsa Real Estate Fund, we want you guys to become a partner with us. Uh, below, you're going to find out many of our, your frequently asked questions about the fund, right? So many of the things you want to know about your 8% preferred return, dividend payouts, can your children invest, can a company invest, how does it all work, uh, what have we done in the past, what's our performance track record, all those things you can find below on our website. So I need you guys to scroll, read, and get informed about how you can join this company. This is not a company where we're asking for donations for a Kickstarter, GoFundMe, or collection plate. Every investor is a partner. You get shares or member units of our company at $50 per share or unit with a minimum investment of $500 equivalent to 10 shares, right? So you must get at least 10 shares or units in our company to be a partner. When you partner with our company, you're also instantly a partner in our entire multi-million dollar real estate portfolio you'll see below. In that portfolio is the Black House, the Legacy Center, this 30,000-square-foot building that I'm in right now on a 2.6-acre campus in a qualified opportunity zone just five minutes from the world's busiest airport, Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport, and just two miles from Tyler Perry Studio. This is just one Class A commercial asset in a whole portfolio of millions of dollars of assets that we have either lend money on as a private lender or directly acquired and developed ourselves. You'll be a part of all that activity as you become a fund investor and partner in the fund. I want to keep that word partner in front of you and owner in our company and owner in the assets in which our company owns. Now, our assets are um, a mix of residential and commercial assets. These assets take time to be profitable, to what we call be stabilized and as you develop them. So this fund is not an overnight fund. It's not a quick fix or quick flip fund. Fund dividends and profitability takes time, but don't worry. Our financial audit is public online, so you can see full transparency of our financials in our fund and our portfolio. And we try to do our best job as possible to communicate with you all as often as possible. Below, you'll get more information on our financial reporting, communication schedule, right? And again, many of the frequently asked questions I know are running through your head before you make this major decision for your last name. 
We believe here in the Tulsa Real Estate Fund for you all to be the CEO of your last name, the leader and visionary, the chief executive officer for your last name. We want to support you in that, right? So we want you to be informed as you make this decision. That's all part of our model of performance, transparency, and trust. So we'll show you what we've done with over 9,700 investment partners and how we raised over $8.5 million of capital as the world's and the country's largest black-owned real estate crowdfund in history, the first black-owned real estate crowdfund in history. And whether you are of African descent or you are considering yourself black or not, you are invited and welcome to invest in our fund, which offers capital, funding, and development opportunities for the urban community. So we want all of you all to scroll below, check below, to get more information on how to become an investment partner with us. Remember, our deadline to invest and be a partner is April 29th at midnight. After that, we are terminating our capital raise. There will be no more opportunities for you to be a partner in this first Tulsa Real Estate Fund. We may have more funds in the future, but right now, this first historic fund, your last opportunity to invest and be is for you to invest April 29th at midnight at least a $500 minimum investment. You can invest more, 1000 1000 10000 We encourage you to invest and be eligible for your 8% preferred cumulative returns. Cumulative meaning the returns, they add up every year. So if you don't get a payout the first or second or third year, the 8% still adds up, and our fund is still uh, due to pay you those returns as we either liquidate assets rent assets, lease assets, exit assets, refinance assets, right? It's all part of the process. There's more information on how all, how all that works below. I'm doing my best to be a one-man band, giving you guys this video during this, this crisis time. But it is an important time for us to raise more capital as this market shifts. We believe that the real estate market will decline, will depreciate, will correct itself, will crash, and there will be more assets for sale at a discount for all of us to take advantage of as a company and as a group. This is group economics in real life inspired by the historic community of Black Wall Street of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Black Wall Street was a community called Little Africa where they built over 2,000 uh, uh, homes and businesses on 36 square blocks of land that was founded by O.W. Gurley in 1905. That community was burned and bombed down on June 1st of 1920, and we are rebuilding of that mantra today in 2020. It's also inspired by the honorable and legendary Marcus Garvey in the UNIA. Marcus Garvey behind me. Marcus Garvey in the UNIA raised $800,000 on their inaugural raise in 1920 during the Spanish flu, the Spanish influenza. They raised $800,000 equivalent to $11 million today. So if the UNIA and Marcus Garvey can raise the equivalent of $11 million during the Spanish flu with no social media, with no mass influence and internet, there's no reason why we can't raise more than our $8.5 or $6 million today. So I invite you to join us in making history and chasing Marcus Garvey in the UNIA and doing our part to practice group economics in real life, to own more assets, to not put pressure on one leader or one celebrity to come save us, but we can do for ourselves, and together with smaller investments, we can do more, right? So we all don't have to put up millions of dollars to acquire real estate and buy back our blocks. We all can chip in a little bit, uh, and we all can do more with that. It's my job as a fund manager, fiduciary, to do my best in providing that resource and those resources for us and those critical decisions and how we invest. So I'm doing my best here to not only hold the phone and do the video, but also to be the best fund manager I can be 
uh, to, to be the best CEO of my last name and build my legacy with this fund along with you all. Thank you guys for watching this video. Please scroll below. I apologize for the quality. I'm a one-man band today. But most importantly, I'm being safe. I'm not putting anyone at risk for COVID-19. And we're getting our message out. And you guys have a bigger important job and opportunity to invest in our website below, Invest with Tref. Read the details below as we've explained and put a careful website flow below where you guys be as informed as possible as you make this decision by April 29th at midnight. I can't wait for you to be my partner. Our partner is Tref Life in real life. Thank you guys again. Um, everyone that invests by April 29th will also go on our new founders wall in the back of the Legacy Center and our new development, our Legacy Wall. As you'll see 8,600 names on our front founders wall, we want you to memorialize your name with us here at the Black House. Talk to you guys soon. See you soon. Every um, on many Tuesdays on our email list, we do question and answer sessions every Tuesday on Trap Talk Tuesdays. So we're always trying to communicate with you guys and make sure we have as much clarity and transparency in this fun as possible. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Trap Life for Life. See you in the next one. Trap Life for Life, man. Okay, so some of you who are on the lines right now, man, if you didn't uh, take away anything from that conversation, know this. You can be a part of commercial and residential trust fund that owns a catalog of multi-million dollars worth of properties for as little as $500. So $500 you can get your name on a wall in this building, the Black House. It's called the Legacy Center, but it's AKA the Black House in East Point, Georgia. Like you literally can have your name on the wall as one of the owners. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to, to be able to be a part of something like this for such a small amount of money. Now, whether you, you move on that or not, it was my duty to put it out here for you. And you got three hours and, and like 20 minutes to do this investment opportunity. So I'm hoping individuals take advantage of it and become partners with uh, myself and Jay and, 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 and my empress and his empress. And, you know, let's, let's, let's learn how to do the group group economics from somebody that's doing it, that's been doing it. There's somebody that, that has a plethora of, of accolades and, and things that he's done and accomplished for uh, the community all over the country. He, I mean, he was doing his, his outdoor, um, you know, seminars, the free seminars on the blocks in the hoods, just to try and get the information out to uh to show people you know we can, we can put our little pennies together and we can we can we can change the world man it's, and that's real like that's real in real life we can change the world with the information and the few dollars that we got if we put them all together y'all everybody's trying to make a play on their own and i get it i get it we 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 want to we want to be able to say we did that but at the end of the day we can say we did that as a group and really do some shit really do some shit so the energy of my man jay man peace to uh jay morris and uh like i said if he wasn't able to get on the, the the call with us today he did hit me back and he let me know that we will uh get him on the call in the future because i'm sure if you don't become a part of this particular trust fund he's going to have some investment opportunities in the future but it just won't be this initial one you, you won't be able to get your name in the black house and you won't be a part of history because there's nothing like the first. There's going to be more to come, but there's nothing like the first. 
when you can say you were part of the first Tulsa real estate fund that raised over fifty million dollars in in, in, in in cash and assets and, and you can, you know, build your portfolio and your investment with them and start seeing that eight percent and up return on your on your investment, man. When you're getting a dividend payout, uh once, you know, the catalog continues to build, that's something that, that, that you can you can stand on. That's something that you know that, that you and you spent five hundred dollars or five thousand dollars on however much you invested and you know you're gonna get a return on your on your money. You know that you invested in something real. Like you can really go in there and you can really look on the wall and say, That's me. I'm one of the partners. That that that's amazing, man. And shouts out to my man Jay Morrison and his beautiful wife, uh, for, for even having a vision to to do that. I mean, my man is from New York. He went down to Georgia and and, and got it got it cracking. You know what I'm saying? And and the Georgia boys wasn't, you know, they they don't really be feeling people coming in their town, you know, setting up shop. But Jay is a genuine dude. He has a big heart and uh, uh, the positiveness around what he's doing, man. Like I said, the, the ancestors is behind him. Call him Little Marcus. Jay, aka Little Marcus Garvey. Hey man, we need people like Jay to to to, to keep the the ball rolling for us. And I'm just glad to be a part of uh, such an uh, an aspiring uh, movement. And uh, looking forward to doing business with him and looking forward to uh, doing business with you. So let me just recap a couple of things before we get out of here. We got we got some time. We might, we might get to some of these calls, man. I see a couple of questions, uh, people raising their hand and whatnot. So I might get to some Q&As, but I do want to continue to get the info out about the food shortage, man. I had to get uh, Jay's info on there about the the, the real estate fund because you got about three, three and a half hours to, to go and invest with that. So invest with trep.com, y'all. Invest with trep.com. Just click on the link. If it's something that you think you might want to do, do it. If you got an extra $500 or more, do it. You can't go wrong with something like this, people. I'm just telling you. And uh, shouts out again to my girl, Summer Azul. Uh, make sure you follow her on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Pretty sure she got a Twitter page as well. Um, her Instagram is I am Summer Azul. Let me let me let me clarify that. Let me verify that. I don't want to send y'all to nobody else's page. Let's see. Yeah, I am Summer Azul, just like it sounds. I. A-M-S-U-M-M-E-R-A-Z-U-L. My homegirl. Make sure y'all follow her and follow her YouTube channel as well. Um, yeah, man. So far today, that was a, uh, some great energy trans- transpired between us. And I want y'all to make sure we get on this food shortage thing, man. Now, we didn't go into uh, many details, but she did kind of... Um, spoke about you know Tyson Foods and uh, another company I think it said it was J J J G. Um, three of the plants of Tyson shut down within a week. This is real talk, y'all. Um, Tyson was warning uh, that these meat shortages as factories was facing scrutiny over uh, you know the spread of the coronavirus and 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 people were actually dying in the plants. Um, it's real, people. It's real. So, us being on a 
cusp of a meat shortage with food chains breaking down all over the world, but more importantly here in America, it's, it's kind of scary time, people. But last night, uh, our president signed an executive order to prevent the meat shortage. Like, And I understand why he did it, but I don't understand how we can force them to open the factories if there's a threat that the food itself and the employees um, will be harmed or can possibly lose their life. So it's it's some it's some some, some touchy situations, man. And I never thought I'd be one to say this, but we need to pray for our president, man. Not because I'm, I'm I agree with this 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 man on 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 any level. It's because when you're in that position and you got ten fires going at the same time, and you don't want the country to collapse on your watch, so you 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 are forced to listen to people around you and. 90% of them people around you don't have your best interests in hand. Everyone on the hill has their own agenda. Now, whether or not uh, our president, you know, I'm pretty sure we don't agree on 90% of the things that, that he, he's talking about and he's doing, but I can, I can get a sense that he really is trying to, to make a difference because and I only say this because I've seen things happen and I've seen people approach him and he actually is 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 trying to pacify everybody. Now whether he's doing it from a genuine place or not is not my 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 I don't care if he's trying to do it from a genuine place or not. I just know he is making positive strides and trying to pacify everybody and when I say everybody I don't mean everybody because he clearly doesn't give a shit about the media uh, CNN to, they really don't care about them but when I say morally he's, he's, he's starting to get a moral compass about him uh, like when you when you hear all of the food meat packaging places are shutting down and it's like, well, no, we can't do that now because the people are going to need to eat. I said on the podium that we got plenty of food. That wasn't going to be an issue. But this trickle-down effect of, of, of things that happen with this coronavirus, you can't even fathom how it trickles down to the little man. But when it affects the vast majority of the people and the world, now it's like, this shit is really out of control. So when you create weapons and 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 and, and viruses in labs on your Yakub shit, when you try and, and 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 manipulate the hand of the Most High and and, and try and play like you're a demigod and and, and you 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 trying to play like you can determine who lives or who dies when you get that God complex for real and you're not really righteous 
even the, the the individual who you might have thought was was your enemy, with a lot of prayer, the most high can change anybody's heart. And so I, I really think that our president is, is is at a crossroad and he's really looking at things different than he was when he came into office. Now, I'm not gonna ride with this man and say, you know, this is my guy. But I am going to say when when certain information was brought to him, and these are things that I know from, from research uh, from my, my guy, Dr. Shiva. Big up to Dr. Shiva. He's also running for a political office uh, as well in Massachusetts against uh, one of the Kennedy boys. But Dr. Shiva sent President Trump a letter and made sure that he got it because of the Dr. Fauci that's around him who uh, apparently is in bed with, with, with the whole Bill Gates and these other individuals that's pushing these uh, vaccines. Now, you ask yourself, man, why did these moguls step down from where they were to invest in, 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 in vaccinations when here this guy was running Microsoft and he also had huge money. I don't know if he owns it, but he has huge money in Monsanto. I'll let y'all look that up. Um, as well as Disney, the owner of Disney stepped down. Like, all these people stepped down and, and invested in vaccinations because their agenda was to make the whole world take vaccinations. Now, why would we want the whole world to take a vaccination? Because someone created this coronavirus in a lab and now it's spreading and now it's sweeping the country and they want to be the ones to run in and say we got a cure and in addition to that make everybody in the world take something that they have a patent for the rabbit hole gets deep man but when he got the letter speaking about President Trump when he got the letter and I'm sure he read it because few days after that he started changing changing his mind on certain things um, pretty soon you guys are going to be hearing about um, the, Sur- the Surgeon General said they, he, they were going a different route they weren't trying to vaccinate everybody it wasn't mandatory vaccinations not with that without being tested so things are changing and, and they're changing because prayer changes and at the end of the day like I said, no weapon formed against us will prosper. People are going to suffer. People are going to, we're going to lose a lot of people. But the fight is a fight. It's not a layup. It's not an easy win. It's a fight. But with faith, with prayer, if you're on the right side, you're going to be on the right side. But we can't live in fear. We can't you know, conform to what people tell us to do. Uh, we can't assume that these people have our best interests because they don't. Statistics show. Um, <laughs> I hate to say it, man, but when you're talking about this medical world and you're thinking about all of the diseases, all of these things that they have in the world, what have they actually cured? What have the the pharma and all these 
people, big pharma, all these people, uh, what have they actually cured? Why do we still have a common cold? Because it hasn't been cured. Why are people dying every year of the flu? Because they haven't cured it. Cancer. AIDS. Smallpox. They bought smallpox back, y'all. It's like, shit is a game, man. Doctors give you Skittles, placebos to make you feel better. Uh, take your your mind and your body off of one thing, and then you got side effects on another thing. But they haven't cured anything. Nothing. Not even a common cold. I mean, we should not have a common cold on the planet. They haven't figured out what causes a common cold to where we don't have to have it. They can suppress it. They can put a put a band-aid on it, but they haven't cured the common cold. Everything we need to cure ourselves or to heal ourselves is already here and it's already been given to us by the most high. We just need to get back to the roots and get back to things that Dr. Sabi was speaking about. God rest his soul. Let his spirit live through through his children and through through us. Dr. Sabi is on the scene right now, y'all. A lot of his teachings, a lot of his remedies are being used today and is saving lives today. Naturopathic healing, not pills, not drugs. Drugs are not curing anything. It's just a band-aid, people. It's just a band-aid. Uh, okay, man. Let me give a, a shameless plug. Make sure you check me out, man, at divinewealthprinciples.com forward slash contact. If you need information on anything we're discussing or any of the services that I provide, uh, also go to no-your-worth.org and go to my nonprofit organization site and just check out what I'm doing for the children, man. Teaching financial literacy to uh our kids so they can get uh, a head start in the game before they're in this midst of uh, being an adult and don't have a clue as to what's going on financially uh, with credit or real estate or any of these things so um, yeah man that's what I do Um, and also the food shortage situation Make sure you, if you can get a hold of some seeds, man, get some seeds. Go get you some of those buckets that they have at Home Depot. They, I think they're like $3 a bucket. Get you about 10 or 20 of them if you can afford to do it. Put some seeds in a bucket with some soil, man. Or better yet, order some of these rocks from twosoilless.com. That's T-O-S-O-I-L-L-E-S-S.com. You can order some of these rocks, these river rocks, and you can learn how to grow food plants with rocks, without soil, without dirt. You can do it in your house. These are things that we need to really start getting into and and learning and understanding because the grocery stores are not promised to be there for us. Uh, There's ways that they they can get this corrected, but quite honestly, if we can grow our own food, our own fruits and our own vegetables and you know 
we can get a couple chickens and and and, and chickens they're going to continue to to make more chickens if that's if that's your thing honestly i'm trying to peel myself away from even having the one want to eat meat um i walked away from pork a long time ago walked away from beef it's been a while now do i miss it my mind misses it but my body doesn't you know i'm i'm over 50 y'all i'm and and my health is not bad for a 50 50 plus year old young man so thanks to my uh, my wife for you know adding to to uh my diet and changing my diet and helping me you know live and 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 eat a little more healthier than I already was. I wasn't eating horrible when when she met me, but I was in the club, so I was eating a lot of fried chicken, fried chicken in the club, man, but things that we know as normal man they'll never be the same. The world is changing every day. Like, every day is some new shit, y'all. Every day. You just gotta learn to be more proactive than reactive. So, when the farmers are telling you that they have to destroy crops, when the farmers are telling you they had to dump milk, like, it's bad out here, man. Coronavirus forces farmers to destroy their crops. Coronavirus reopening fears farmers forced to destroy crops coronavirus farmers destroy their own crops as markers ravaged food wasted so if all of these farmers had to destroy crops vegetables milk dairy products that means that these restaurants not the restaurants but these grocery stores are going to have some bare shelves for at least two or three weeks if not longer you know how long it takes food to grow like it don't grow like every week they are losing food where they have to throw it away because they don't have nowhere to put it they don't have nowhere to ship it to cultivate it like it's, it's, it's really an unseen another killer on the loose y'all famine is in the land it's not hit your door yet, but it's coming. When these people tell you that their crops is, 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 is being destroyed and they telling you that meat plants had to shut down, if they shut down one or two days, that's going to ripple everything in the country. It might take a week or two, but we're going to feel this hit. We're going to feel it, y'all. So, Get you some plants, man. Get you some seeds. Get you some buckets. Try and start growing a little bit of a garden. If you have an ability, get you some canned goods. Get you some staples, some rice, some beans, things that don't go bad. Um, Frozen foods. I wouldn't really say get a lot of frozen foods because right around the corner is storm season. If you have a tornado and your power go out, Frozen food is going to be out the window. If you don't have no power to cook or no power for your refrigerator, what you need to invest in, I'd say invest in uh, some type of generator. Invest in a generator. Invest in a kerosene heater. Invest in some kerosene. Because if we have a winter, 
this that that would add to the fact of this coronavirus because flu season, yeah, flu season is going to be around the corner, y'all. And 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 combated with what's going on now, a regular common cold or or the normal flu is going to give the same impressions or the same symptoms of the coronavirus. So now everybody's going to be scared all over again. We need to really check ourselves and get this shit under control. And uh, however it, it's going to play out, just stand on your faith. Keep praying. Keep hoping. And, and, and knowing your heart of hearts that at the end of the day, the most high is in control. So anything that he's allowing to happen, he's allowing to happen. Nothing happens without his say. So just know that, y'all. And for those, you know, the people that lost their lives in this struggle, man, it's like, I pray for your family. And I hope you you made made peace with, with with your higher power. Things are happening, man, and people are people are going to be. Hey, casualties are going to happen. All we can do is take care of ourselves, take care of our families, and get in connection, have a relationship with the Most High. If you don't know Him, get to know Him. Look in the mirror and look at Him. It's real out here, man. Um, once again, I want to thank my guests. Uh, my girl Summer Azul Appreciate your energy ma um, Shout out to my man Jay Morrison Shout out to the, the Rock Boys down in, in Georgia And all over The great United States of America Check them out at Twosoilless.com That's T-O-S-O-I-L L-E-S-S dot com Learn how to grow foods With rocks y'all It's real um, Also go to invest with Treff.com See if you can get in there before 11.59 And invest Get get the $500 in there man Be a part of, of history man um, Once you go to the site You'll see everything you need to see I just wish I had a did uh, A show on it a little sooner You know Last minute But hey Today's the day Make a move Be a part of the, the team man Treff life for life In real life I'm about to wrap it up, man. Um, make sure you take time to reflect on what's really important to you. Make sure you take time to tell your people you love them, man. Lost a lot of good people uh, today or yesterday. Uh, rest in peace, OG Rabbit. Miss Betty, I don't know if you hear this, man, but I'm praying for you. And... uh and your son, so keep your head up, big homie, little homie. <laughs> I'm an OG out here, man. I, I look at everybody as as a big homie, and I'm I'm the big homie now. It's like wow, but man, uh, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to my man Dave, one of my son's childhood friends, and uh, little Bobby. He passed away as well, so. Yeah, man. Make sure you you tell your people you love them, man. You never know. You never know. You never know. But, man, it's been real, man. I appreciate the love. Uh, Y'all continue to listen to the show. 
um, divinewealthprinciples.com, no dash your dash worth.org. Um, that is what it is, man. Another hump day, man. Check us out Saturday, one o'clock, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Peace and love.